0: You're listening to the A. Scully cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A. Scully and Sid Talk. Okay, so Google, uh, they need to, what do they need to do?
1: Uh, add a few more features to the documents feature. Google
0: documents, online documents. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm not. It does behave like because Word because it is free. It does not behave like Word. It's I mean, very basic. It
0: behaves like Word in a way in that you can open Word documents in it, and you can save Word documents from it.
1: Uh, you hope, but it's not going to look yeah. right. And I'm a designy kind of person, so.
0: But if you just want to do, like, yeah.
1: why are we talking about this?
0: Because that's what we we're just talking about. <laughs> if you just want to do, um, quick.
1: Like our outline is now. Uh, Google document so that we can work on it whenever, wherever, and it just has a few lacking, lacking a few features that I would like it to have.
0: But uh, it, overall, Google Docs is pretty good, I think, just for basic mm-hmm. stuff. If you want to do your homework and you're a, a kid or whatever, you can do mm-hmm. your homework on it. I wouldn't, but I would. Um, well, if you'd want to do something that you don't want to do any graphic design on, mm-hmm. just text, text and stuff, is good. You for can
1: add it. images and drawings and whatnot. It's still pretty limited.
0: All right, so it's Sunday, May the 23rd. Sorry for boring you with our Google talk, as Talk uh, was pointing out. It's Sunday, May the 23rd, 2010. And uh, this is after the show number 123. Oh, Sunday, May the 23rd, 2010 is also known as the end of Lost Day. Whatever. So at, right at this moment while we're speaking, millions of Americans are watching Lost. Just Americans? It's only on in America, yeah? Mm. I mean, it is on in all the other countries, but not live tonight. I mean, not on tonight. You know, it might be on in England tomorrow night or... But yeah, well, Why are we
1: talking about it? That as well, because we don't care. Because
0: it's the end of Lost, people are all watching it, and we're not. No. You know, I'd say we watched the first season of mm-hmm. Lost, and I like to feel that when they found that Hatch at the end of the first season of Lost, that's actually the end. Yeah. The end Should of Should have the, been. Yeah, like, there is nothing but, after that. Well, for me, there will never will yeah, yeah. be. So, um... I was just watching the trending topics on Twitter, and there's like 300 topics a minute about Lost, and people were all saying 300.
1: Well, they said 3,000.
0: No, 300 a minute it was, but they were saying things like "I am crying in my seat." This is you know, so yeah, something yeah. sad happened. So there's your spoiler. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's uh, after the show number 123, and we're not talking about Lost. We're talking about The Wolfman on Blu-ray disc. This is a 2010 movie, a 2010 Blu-ray release. It will be released on Blu-ray on Tuesday the 1st of June, so that will be next week, I believe. Not this week, not this DVD Tuesday, the DVD Tuesday after that. Um, It's on Blu-ray and DVD, and it's from our friends at Universal. And this is a Blu-ray slash digital copy two-disc set, but there's no DVD version. Mm. But there is... Uh, the original version of the Wolfman nineteen 1940- forty this
1: is the, that's extra
0: one also included in the package kind of so we'll mention that later uh, and you're gonna tell us what it's all about
1: If at this point in human history you don't know what the story of the Wolfman is, I guess I can fill you in briefly in I mean this the title kind of movie. gives it away yeah exactly in this uh-huh. particular version is um, I wouldn't say a young man, a middle-aged man is uh, sort of drawn back to his, what appears to be, very wealthy father, or maybe used to be wealthy father, kind of nutbag father. way out in the country, um, there's an issue of the brother who's been um, found dead, and then there's a woman who's going to marry the brother, and we want to find out what happened, and uh, it's hinted at and alluded to that it was a beast of some kind, which we kind of see maybe a hint of, and then... Through the course of the story, we find out there, there all things are possible. But, the end. Well, no, like, you know, it's a very reality-based It's
0: based story. on a movie from 1941 entitled The Wolfman.
1: Right, and it's not, it's not, like, fanciful or really, it's like, you know, it kind of convinces you. Something bizarre is going on.
0: One of the gothic horror things, like Dracula, Frankenstein, um, well, the other ones. <laughs> there's there's more. Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman. You know, classic creatures, yeah. creature features. Uh, a ream. It's not even. It's not even a reimagining because it's kind of the same story, isn't it? It's just it's, a modernization, I guess. Uh, even it's though it's different. not, because it's still in the old times.
1: Yeah, it's different, but.
0: Different, trying to be
1: true to the vibe, not turning it into like a 2010. A bunch no. of kids go to a mansion and one no, no,
0: <laughs> It's more turns into a werewolf. Yeah, it's more on along the lines of like Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm-hmm. like that kind of yeah. update. You know, act new actors that you know, but in an old setting. So uh, the Wolf Man. Um, I've not really got a history with the old one. Even though I do remember seeing it at some point. Don't know where, don't know. It never made an impression on me. Did it, you?
1: I don't remember. I don't know that I've watched that one.
0: I have watched it. All the
1: way through. I know I have. It was familiar to me when we started to watch the beginning. But I don't know that I've watched it all the way through. But I do have a very strong fondness for those. That era. And of like... creatures. I have a fondness
0: for werewolves. But my fondness for werewolves comes from... Later movies like, you know, American Werewolf. American Werewolf in London was probably my first, and The Howling, probably my first. Yeah. In you know, what what would you say a uh, introduction to werewolves? Even though I have seen this old nineteen forty, but it doesn't really do anything for me.
1: Yeah, you you're no, you're, uh, you're not tapped into the love of old movies.
0: No, but I understand it. Yeah. But. I don't have a connection to it because it wasn't one of those movies that blew me away as a child or anything like that. So, the update of The Wolfman, I understood from what I'd heard. In fact, there's something... When we reviewed American Werewolf in London on blu rays several months ago, there was some hint towards... You know, Rick Baker was talking about this movie, what he's going to be working on, and they were saying how they were going to try and remain faithful to the source and do a really... You know, it's very important to Universal, The Wolfman... Because it's one of their first movies... And one of their most beloved movies... So... I feel that they... Pulled that off in a way... The respect to the source material... If not... You know, the source material is really dated... You've got to be honest... I mean, it's dated... In a way... It's that old-timey, like, stage play kind of... Yeah. Movie... Um... But this, has the vibe... Of that. that,
1: is definite moments of, um, like like the moment where you know you would imagine you in the audience and you put your hands to your mouth and or your hand to your forehead like, oh you know and it, it wants to do that for you. Yeah, because you the, can definitely see. I mean, feel that.
0: and this one's like uh, modernized up because there's a lot of gore, mm-hmm. which there obviously isn't in the old one. He just jumps on people and they fall over. This one's quite gory. We watched the unrated version. There's both versions on the disc. We watched the unrated. It's quite gory. Um, You know, it's modern day special effects, which isn't 100% always the best idea, in my opinion. But Rick Baker's makeup is really good. I like like what he does. Um, You know, but in general, I enjoyed it. I I actually thought that the first third of the movie drug along like it was it took its time getting to oh it.
1: not me I loved it I will say it right now minus no. a few of the you know are you really proud of that particular stunt or special effect and and there's a few moments when I was like oh that doesn't that's not good to me it, it 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 takes you out of the moment or whatever Couple of weird movements or whatever you have to deceive. I mean, they were, they were. Other than that, I was completely drawn in. So I mean, wasn't. Totally. At the beginning. Oh, I loved it. I loved that it was like really building up. Not even building up like like in your face, but just this. It was beautiful. I mean, it looks awesome. I love the. It set. has a distinct style
0: to it. Um, and they get away with
1: brooding and a little bit like in the you know like. The hint of the crazy father and the tragic family background. And I think I have just... Because I loved... Um, what was it? Johnny Depp and What's-Her-Face. The uh, the pie one. I love that. I always forget the name of it. You know. Sleepy Hollow. No. No.
0: Oh, Sweeney Todd.
1: Yes. Sleepy Hollow was... I mean, me? Sweeney Todd, I just... I still, to this day, I think about it and I'm in love with it. And this one has not the same vibe, but like... I was totally into it. Like every inch of the screen I wanted to look at everything and
0: I mean it does look good. I was just getting at... in my opinion they took the time to get to the wolfman. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, but but where some people say that's not a bad thing. No, to me I it was it. I, I, it was dragging a little bit. No, and then I, I was disagree. like and then eventually the you know the wolfman I mean, you
1: are not like that? You're not Mr. ADD. Let me get my
0: No, that's not on. what I'm getting at. Some movies feel and we watched the the um, Twenty-minute longer unrated cut, which might have been part of the problem. It might not have been as, t- as tightly edited. I'm thinking, um, because there were scenes at the beginning that seemed to go on longer than they should have, and that's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, because I completely disagree.
0: Yeah, you, dis- you can disagree, but I'm saying my opinion is: I feel that the theatrical cut might be better for me. And and we watched the beginning of the theatrical cut, and
1: but how do you know that's where the extra stuff is?
0: There's 20 minutes extra in the uh, unrated yeah, version,
1: but the 20 minutes could be in the last two thirds of the
0: movie. I feel that it's at the beginning, and we actually watched the beginning of the theatrical cut when we were doing the extras, and there was a whole chunk where they cut it, cut it out. We could tell.
1: No right? little chunk, and then they added a big chunk. Yeah, as well. yeah,
0: but it, but there was a, there was a chunk that was cut too. But I'm, what I'm saying is, I think that the, the first third was probably trimmed down a bit in that theatrical cut and this director's cut seemed to go on a little bit too long for me but that's just my opinion and you can disagree thanks so, um, thanks very much <laughs> but once he gets into the wolfman you know once he does transform into the wolfman which I've always liked to see and I still think it's done better in American Werewolf in London than this movie and Rick Baker did both I think American Werewolf in London looks better still to this day because um, there's think... no CG it's all p- practical effects
1: I think there are a couple of moments in this one that are brilliant in the transformation really like when his I think it's when it's makeup change, but
0: not CG
1: and when the when his foot starts to grow oh, but he does I mean, that
0: in American Welles really
1: thing, good yeah but this was really I mean I was like oh, oh, like I was feeling it do you know what I mean my
0: favourite part was when he tilted his head back and it showed you inside his mouth and all his teeth kind of like rearranged. came out of his gums and rearranged it looked really disgusting like, and that, that was excellent I thought Something that you didn't see in American Werewolf in London, so Rick Baker, the guy who did the American Wolf in London, and Michael Jackson's Thriller makeup stuff, did, but on this, but they really CG. Who did Howling? Him, I think.
1: You reckon? Yeah. So that's like especially because his his I wild. really like the Howling Wolf.
0: That's yeah, a good one. It's one of the best ones, mm-hmm. but American Wolf in London. I also think he's.
1: I don't like the build of the body of that one. In this one, he's a he's a wolf man. He stands on two legs mostly. He's upright. He's very similar to the original because that's what this creepy guy to wanted to do. Yeah, occasionally, but I mean, he's built as a man, up with long arms and long claws, very similar to the howling because they're you know that guy, the creepy guy in the in the doctor's office. You know, he's upright. Those I like better than the one in American Wolf in London where he's got that big neck shouldery thing and he... You know, I don't know. I just... I like uh, I like the final product of the howling. The face of American Wolf in London. And I like that this one stays kind of true to that, what they were limited to in Fort 1941... Which was I'm a man in a hair suit. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know what I mean. And, and this, and, and um, it's really all did now. is still a man in a hair suit. Yeah. They even show you the hair suit being made yeah, exactly yeah. the same way as they made it in the old days. Um, but you know, CG is added. Well, like I said, sometimes I'm not into it at all. I just want, I just want the um, makeup. I right. mean, I just want the you know the Rick Baker stuff. Like they add to tinker with it and do stuff. Now this movie. Is very obviously in those times there was no electricity, so it's like a dark movie, too. It got that in that gothic, dark there was horror electricity. style. Well, electricity. Yeah, candles, everybody had candles.
1: No, when you went into the city, oh, was yeah, they had electricity yeah. in the
0: city, but I mean in the mansion,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so a lot of the shots look better than they, I mean, they're not lit well on purpose to give you that old horror style where mm-hmm. everything's coming out of the shadows, and totally. And, you know, there's even obvious shots where the first time you see Anthony Hopkins, you can't really tell who it is, and then he kind of... Yeah. In that old movie style, there's one source of light that lights his face as he moves Correct. forward. So, there's a lot of that old, you yeah, know, the, coming out of the shadows de- deal, which were, I think held the I special effect. I think effects.
1: there were a lot of shots that were for the sake of making it more filmy. Like... There are like four different angled shots of the... um, What's it called? The coach that he arrives in. You know, the horse and Mm -hmm. buggy thing. Four, five different angles and whatever. And while I appreciate uh, making it a little more dynamic... Than just a a wagon going down the road or whatever... It felt a bit... I don't know, like...
0: That's the part that reminded me of Dracula. Francis Ford Coppola's Mm. Dracula. Because when Keanu Reeves arrives in that coach the same kind of deal with all the weird shots you know side 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 you know yeah it's like um i don't know it's a classic scene isn't it somebody arriving in a coach i guess it's just they're trying to add a spin to it or was the well the original movie wasn't even like that was it
1: no it was smart it was set in 1931 very bright
0: and um but this has this creature feature kind of oldie you know everything's dark you don't really 100% like the first time you see the wolfman did you really see that properly or was Correct. it just a wolf or you know, what was going on like so um, I liked it, but then there was parts where I was rolling my eyes, completely rolling my yeah, eyes thinking
1: We can't talk about it but I no, don't know what you're
0: talking like, about. Like like I've mentioned in lots of podcasts, Spider Man, where he swings oh, where he yes. swings through the city. It's almost that kind of moment yes. for me. Like, where I'm like...
1: On the top of the I kind of dig this
0: until that part. Yes, happened.
1: and then I'm totally sucked out of it. Like, oh, come on. And then people. it kind of
0: improves it. I mean, it's not 100% always like that. Then you're like, okay, yeah, it's good again. And it's almost like... Uh, Compare it to the scene in American Werewolf in London where he's actually walking around in London uh, on all fours, and it looks really horrible. Like, it looks horrible at that point. Yeah, the end, end, where yeah it yeah. goes down into the alley, yep. And you're like, oh, no... Because you look good until that, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like it's not consistent. I, I agree. Guess. I don't, that's not Rick Baker's fault. It was the
1: think. big moving, movements part that bothered me.
0: Yeah, because all of a sudden, there's no Benicio Del, Del Toro. It's just a uh, computer Yeah, and it's model. not,
1: it's not even like a proportioned right sometimes and, It you does know. switch. It'll yeah. Look,
0: unfortunate. Unfortunate. Because I think the actual story, even though it was fairly predictable, didn't you think? mm mm-hmm. Like not just fairly, like quite a bit. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but I mean, you know, what, what transpires you do? near the finale is kind of what I expected. Sure, you know, it's not it's not a uh, somebody falls off something moments or anything like that, where where we always say, oh god, somebody yeah. fell off, like Sherlock Holmes. It's not that, but it's close. I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to happen. Oh, it, oh, look, it's happening. So yeah, it was fairly predictable, but I enjoyed it.
1: I loved it. I mean, See, really I loved love it. it. I can I loved, definitely not say I loved it. I think Benicio del Toro. I know we'll talk about cast in a minute, so I'll wait and hold my thought till then. But overall, I was completely. I love that time period.
0: And I do because I love Dracula.
1: And then all the candles and the really wrecked mansion and. I don't know. I I loved it more than Bram Stoker's Dracula.
0: See, I did which not, which I loved I at loved the it.
1: time. But this one, I just, I don't know, it really captured me.
0: So, and I'm middle of the road on this. Uh, I like The Wolfman, but what I have to say negative, really, is special effects and something to do with the cast when we get to the cast. So, the cast of the movie, Benicio Del Toro as Lawrence Talbot. Um, I like Benicio Del Toro, but in this one, I, I wasn't feeling it.
1: Man, what was wrong with you? It was really good.
0: <laughs> Did you think so? I, I Yeah. I mean, I, thought he I feel was like was. Okay, overly actor. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. But was that the But part? I
1: really loved, because he's an actor in the movie. I mean, yeah, his character is. is an actor. So he's going to be prone to being a little broody-ish, you know? What I love is it's completely understated. There's no moment of like, um, I don't know. He's very controlled. He's very like... There's a few too many of the looking a little bit over the shoulder. I with think that's what I am at, that, that. But that's just a that was a And they chose thing. they
0: chose to highlight that a lot with like a lot of hero shots as they call them, where, where he kind of
1: looks up. Yeah, on where, his eyes and then squinty. the
0: cameras. You know, this can be a poster kind of. Yeah, thing. but it's
1: almost like too. You know, you get a, get these movies and you hear the cat, the crew, you know, Rick Baker and the movie, the makeup people and the CGI people, and they're just licking. Del Toro and Anthony Hopkins' asses. Like, oh, "Oh, when you've got somebody like Anthony Hopkins, if you've got somebody like Benicio Del Toro, I mean, you just have to... So then I think sometimes when they're doing something that's not... that can be reined in or changed a bit, does everyone not have the nerve to say it? Like okay we, we've we seen um, uh, Mr. Del Toro uh, okay we, we've seen enough of the uh, the squinty eye and looking up uh, so can we can we have a look I don't think anybody I do wants feel to that do that I do
0: feel that somebody doesn't rein that in sometimes yeah. and then you then that's where I roll my eyes thinking I wish he'd stop doing that like oh but there again the director's also responsible because the camera's Correct. at some weird angle looking at that like for ages like you know like these lingering shots of Benicio just kind of Looking moody. No,
1: I like that though. I like that in this movie because it's a very—it's. I mean, the whole story of werewolf is what's it called? It's a parallel thing about men.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Animal you know, within
1: the, all that. The the dark side of you know. And Can't arguably, mind. the entire story is you know a dude who never wanted a family and unleashed that beast and be who I want to be regardless of who I hurt or whatever you know what I mean like it's so I'm not saying I
0: hated Benicio Del Toro I feel that he's probably the best man for this role actually Mm. I feel like he was pretty a good brooding kind of guy like I mean yeah that's what he is isn't he in most movies you see him in yeah that brooding kind of intense right yeah so it works as a wolfman I was just saying I think it was just that for me these and that might not have been him that might have been the director saying Could you do more of the... uh,
1: I think it was the director not telling him not to do it. (laughs) So
0: then we've got uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins as Sir John Talbot. A sir playing a sir. Anthony Hopkins, everybody knows Anthony Hopkins. There is
1: one moment of absolute brilliance on the stairs when she's coming down, he's going up, and he just looks at her... I yeah, it is really good though, isn't it? crazy. I and know which
0: part you mean, she's where, like, where he doesn't you, say anything, is is
1: she... <laughs> anything. And then she just, uh, you know, absolute that look on his face and him eating the apple. Yeah, it's good. I was so there. I was like, oh my God, that and dude is I insane. Always,
0: what I always think about Anthony Hopkins is I saw a, uh, an interview with him years and years ago and he, uh, somebody asked him about acting and he just said that it, it nothing. means nothing to me. No. I just go to a set, say the things... Go home, enjoy the money. Everyone takes it's like it way nothing. too
1: serious. It's too serious. Yeah.
0: It's not hard. It's an easy thing. I always think of that every time I yeah. watch him on the screen. Because he's, like, effortless. He just does it. To me. And maybe that's the key. Just don't care about it.
1: Because he doesn't... He's not into the whole, well, he like... He doesn't need money. Doesn't find himself important <laughs> as an actor no. or anything So maybe like that, that
0: is the key, because he always comes across in everything. From Hannibal, like, to, to... Well, anything you've seen him in. He, um...
1: I don't know. I think in, um proof it was more there was more there it was almost like he was really into that no
0: character. I'm, say, I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's not into this wolfman character because he is in a, I mean he he nails it yeah and if he's nailing it with the attitude of I don't really care about this yeah. then what would he like you say what would he do in something where he does care about it like proof maybe
1: I think, I think he, it felt like he did A anyway. bad
0: company was he mm-hmm. in bad company mm-hmm. yeah he was with a Chris I didn't Rock. See it. Yeah, you did. Um, I tri- didn't. Chris Rock, and it- we reviewed it. There's a uh, broken eye. Well, I bl-
1: blocked it out then.
0: It's Terrible. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, Emily Blunt is Gwen Con- Conley. I like her a lot. Uh, yeah, I-, I saw a movie with Emily Blunt recently called, uh, and everybody should. I should recommend this. Uh, called Sunshine Cleaning, about two mm. girls who clean up after they they haven't got any money, and then they some one of them's a friend of a police officer and he says well why don't you just start a cleaning company and they're like well can't make any money on that they go well you can because you can clean up after suicides Mm. and they start this little business cleaning up after suicides and Emily Bunce one of the girls it's really it's funny in a morbid kind of way but it's also really touching as well so it's one to recommend it's on Netflix Um, so yeah and she's also from where else is she from we've seen her in stuff and I can't remember. Can't remember. Planned several things over the last few years. She's She's, good. En- she's an English actress. I think um, she's my
1: favorite thing about the whole movie.
0: Yeah, she's really good. I liked seeing not the typical leading lady. I mean, not Gwyneth Paltrow or somebody. Yeah. It could have well have been anybody. Somebody you really knew very well. And this girl, I don't particularly know. I've seen her in a couple of things, but I liked what she brought to. I it. did too. Loved it. Um, and there's some, this you know, and it's not a love interest kind of thing either mm. it's a bit more than that because let's explain who she is she's she's
1: the engaged she's the fiance of fiance the brother fiance
0: of the brother who's deceased so yes she is kind of a love interest but she's not so right. it's an interesting um, her and Benicio's like chemistry is interesting because it's not just typical like oh here's a damsel in distress because no, that's it. not what she is um, and she delivers and like you say that thing on the stairs perfect where it, it's basically a small scene where Anthony Hopkins is walking up the stairs and she's coming down and it's just glances and she says a couple of things but it's really weird really I mean I felt uncomfortable <laughs> so um yeah it's a good scene um Hugo Weaving turns up as Abelin. Abelin is called uh, Inspector Abilene, I'm I'm assuming because he is an inspector um he's the guy hot on the case kind of deal yeah um It's Hugo Weaving, isn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. There's nothing to it, really.
0: You know, it's the same as Lord of the Rings, and it's the same as The Matrix. It really is. It's the eyebrow-raised, intense face, very distinct Very authoritative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like him, but I don't think that role was anything special. It's,
1: It's him, you know? When you watch him now, he just is who he is, and that's hard to get away from. I'd like to see him just in a... Just in a role of There's of, something of understated flick, you know? where you don't yeah. know it's him.
0: Like you know, you know what I'm saying. Yep. When you, some people crop up in some movies and it's just nothing, and then you're like, oh, he's really good." Completely, like a, a serious man, something like that. I'd like to see him in,
1: even not that intense. You know,
0: yeah. I'm not thinking as the lead man. I mean, just somebody yeah. in something, you know, smaller. Like, like because he think of the movies he's been in.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <They're> <laughs> big, not, not big. Exactly some small. big ones. So, um. And then you've got, I just mentioned a couple of others. Rick Baker is the makeup guy. There's a cameo. Yeah. And he explains it on the extras. It's very brief. It's pretty fun that he's in there. And if you're a fan, you'll definitely notice him. And Aunt Malik was the last one to sing. What would you say he is in the movie?
1: He's the servant of the dad. He said, this is my servant.
0: Yeah. I guess the times were...
1: There's a devotion there of, you know... You see and, my he's, life. and
0: if you think you recognise him, he is the bad guy from True Lies. True Lies, the James Cameron movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, and he's been in lots of stuff. But it seems like British TV series in between times, right? So you know, you might think you recognise him when you're watching it. It's directed. This movie is directed by Joe Johnston, who also directed Jumanji, <laughs> uh, The Rocketeer, which I loved. I still love it to this day. The Rocketeer. I need to see it again. Did you? I haven't seen it. It's awesome. It's like 1950s jetpack guy. It's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, it's really, really good. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I love that one. uh, Jurassic Park 3. Didn't love that one. Not the best of them, but he did that one. Hidalgo. I like that one. Pretty good. And he's also... His next movie will be uh, Captain America 2011. Um, That's an interesting leap. Yeah, lots of... And The Wolfman, obviously. Lots of different stuff. Very different if you look at that. It's like really different body of work, you know?
1: Lots of variety. Yeah.
0: So, um... The directing style of Joe Johnson, I can't even pin down. When I'm thinking back at all those movies, I can't even pin down a director. Yeah, it's, it's like a... There's, there's no similarities between any of No,
1: Because Hidalgo's like big, sweeping, yeah. massive production, lots and of this, extras.
0: And The Wolfman's small. And the am The
1: kids is like comedy and...
0: I mean, The Wolfman's a big budget movie, but it feels small. Like you very feel, claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, you feel like you're in three or four different places and that's it. Like Yeah, yeah. Um... But that doesn't make it... You know, it's still a huge Hollywood blockbuster-type movie. But um, it feels more intimate than something like Jurassic Park 3, for instance. But um, I don't know about it. I can't comment on his directing style because I have no idea. I mean, yes, I liked how this movie looked, but that's not probably not down to him. He's a DP guy, right? And the lighting guy. Because this movie is about shadows and light, the whole thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, but, he seemed pretty involved.
0: The atmosphere of this movie is about that, though. I mean... Without that lighting, whoever did that, it wouldn't come across the same. Very, I agree. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to say about the director apart from... He seems generic,
1: but I don't want to say that you see, because, he, you know... Yeah,
0: but, you know, if you look at that body of work, even they're all, like, big commercial movies, but they're yeah. all p- pretty good in their own way.
1: Except for Jurassic Park 3.
0: Maybe I did Jumanji. not like Jurassic Park. I don't really know. Like
1: I liked Jumanji for
0: what <gasps> Jumanji. it was. Jumanji. I don't know about Jumanji. It was a bit... Flaky. Yeah, The Rocketeer, though. I recommend that one. Uh, DVD extras. So this is the Blu-ray disc. Um, what do you think of the cover? I find it very mm. uninspired. Yeah. Um, do you I'd know do what it. I'd really like? Uh, the, the listeners can't see the cover, but the cover's <laughs> the generic. is the faces of all the people in the movie. Correct. The, the cover should be, forget that, top part. You see, the, the, at the bottom part, there's the silhouette of the wolfman with the moon. It should be that full, full. Yeah. the whole thing should be Or
1: that. just the moon.
0: Yeah, and this has got some nice embossed, but yeah, I don't like the, um, let's put the faces of the uh, nah. actors on, because it's so boring. Um, so yeah, it, this is actually a really packed um, Blu-ray, it's got a lot of special features. Now, the first special feature would be, well, the Blu-ray exclusive feature is two never before seen alternate endings, which I actually really enjoyed. Yep. They're very different endings, two very different very. endings. To the original movie. Um, and then there's U-Control, which we all know is Universal's... What do you call it? Like, U-Control. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what they call it, but... It's just
1: the extras plotted out throughout the movie. You watch the movie. The movie again. And you hit a button and different things And you
0: don't even them. have to hit a button. You can let it right. un- unfold if you want. Just, just turn them all on and just let it do them. So, what the U-Control features on this movie is um, the take control feature. Which is like Warner Brothers' Maximum Movie Mode, which we've mm. seen on Watchmen and Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes, where the the director, but not in this case, Rick Baker walks on in this case, and uh, he rewinds the film, forwards the film, shows you and a lady. I don't uh-huh. know. She was another special special effects, effects lady. Person. So you get this occasionally. They interrupt the movie, walk on. They can. Fully control the movie, pause it, show you scenes, show you behind the scenes. It's really well done. I I like that Very kind well of extra. Then.
1: This one's done. Scott also got like some trivia, not trivia, but like history. That's the
0: second bit, which right. would be the legacy, legend, and law. Right. So that's uh, of decades of Wolfman films and centuries of werewolf mi- mythology. So they're pop-up video right. facts
1: pops up and tells you about the movie, about real stuff, about legends, gypsy legends of werewolf how you can become a werewolf, all that kind of stuff.
0: Then there's deleted and extended scenes, which are okay. Yeah. Uh, there's... And then there's a bunch of um, featurettes. One about Rick Baker, one about bringing the... Like, reinventing the Wolfman. You know, your average... Uh, what, would you, what would you say? Average...
1: Making of kind
0: yeah, of yeah, one's Rick Baker's thing with special effects in detail. One's... How they wanted to recreate the Wolfman again. One, you know, this four or five of them. they're all pretty fifteen minutes long, maybe. Yeah, so good. so it is a bunch of stuff. Um, then there is the uh, oh well, there's the Social Blue feature which we actually use this time where it twitters. Yeah. Now this is it. a new feature on um, Universal Blu-ray discs. It's also on Warner discs, I think, but they call it Social Blue. And you basically enter your Twitter username and password, or your Facebook, or both. And occasionally it'll say, do you want to Not during the
1: movie, but while you're doing it, like... Before. It'll tweet that you're watching the movie, and then every extra that you pick, it'll say... Do you want to? Yeah. Um, And rate it. You can rate that feature
0: in the movie, and it'll post it to your Twitter. Now, I like the feature of... I've said to you, before I go and watch a movie on a Sunday, I'll generally go on Twitter and say, I'm going to watch this movie. Now, this will do that automatically for you, which is pretty cool. But I don't really care about every single no, extra no. I watch telling people. So
1: I would Neither like... You do the
0: people who are following your Twitter. <laughs> it is kind of cool, though, how it works. Because it's, it's flawless. You just enter your password once, it remembers it, and then it asks you, do you, want to, do you want to tweet? It always asks you, which is cool.
1: No, you can say, post automatically, or ask me. I say,
0: happy. don't choose the post automatically, because you're... Twitter would become flooded if you watched all the extras. Yeah, yeah. With, with all kinds of garbage, but um, it's fine for. I think it's a cool, a cool, you know, addition. Like I mean, they're trying to bring the internet into movie watching and stuff. Um, and then finally, and I guess this is the best extra of all, if you're into the Wolfman, but you get the um, original Wolfman, um, the 1941 version of Wolfman now it says I'm not 100% clear on this but because it, it says included for a limited time now I don't know if that means you can watch it for a limited time or this version of Wolfman the un- unrated cut co- like there'll be a different Blu-ray on the on the shelves in a couple of months that won't feature it ah. so I'm not sure and it doesn't really say but how this works is you put the Wolfman Blu-ray disc into the Tray, you choose the BD Live option, and then you just choose Watch the Wolfman, and it streams it. Now, it's not on the disc, You're, it's coming from the server, so you do need an internet connection. It works flawlessly, yeah. it looks exactly like a DVD. Well, we, we only
1: watched. let's be fair, five or ten minutes. I
0: could, um, I mean, we've watched stuff streaming off, mm-hmm. it looks exactly, I mean, even on the hundred and... and it's good quality. Even on the big screen. It's
1: really clear, clear, crispy clear.
0: Yeah, and it's a 4 by 3 black and white film, but it does look as good as a DVD, so... Mm-hmm. And there are three different ways of watching it. You can put the disc in and stream it, like I just said. You can watch it on your um, iPhone if you do the same thing. I mean, the disc links up with your iPhone, so you can do that. Or you can just... I just did this now. You can go to your computer, go to universalhighdef.com, sign in with the same login you use for BD Live, and then you just click play, and it actually remembers where you're up to, which is kind of cool. So... That would be a good use for BD Live. Yeah, in fact, we, I said to you, I think it's the... We've seen, we've seen BD Live all along the chain. We've seen it since the day it came out until now. And essentially, if you asked us about it, we'd say, well, it's just trailers. Yep. Like, that is really what it is. Trailers and sometimes there's a quiz on Disney ones. Or a game.
1: Sometimes. There have been a couple of interview things, but...
0: It's not very...
1: Not substantial. So,
0: giving you the original movie... To that's watch awesome. on on three different devices too, without having to, to make it
1: limited though, that's weird. So you
0: well, have to figure out. The what limited that means. time thing I'm assuming is I don't think no, it, no, I no. don't think it means you can watch the movie for a limited time. I think that it this won't be included. Right. Like eventually they'll take this Oh, in fact, yeah, eventually this slipcover won't be on the disc when you buy it. And then it doesn't even say you can watch it. There you go. So yeah. If you buy it within the first production run, I guess, which will be a, for a while, you'll get this original copy of the Wolfman as well. There's also a second disc with a digital copy of the 2010 Wolfman. So it's a pretty packed disc. Yep. There's a lot on there. If you're a fan of the original Wolfman or the Wolfman new Wolfman in general, Wolfman, I think you're getting a really good...
1: I think you have to collect everything, don't you, when you're a follower of that thing. Yeah,
0: I, I think that that's a good set, though. The extras are good. There's no extras on the original movie, but you can buy the original movie also on Blu-ray. Um, but for me, it's actually a good set. The extras made the movie one of those things where I yeah. appreciated the movie more after seeing the special effects being done.
1: Yeah, and I could get, kind of get my fill of how we make a, wolfman into a, a man into a wolfman. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. You scan them, you put the um, hair and the makeup on. I only need a
0: couple of I'm always amazed like by the lengths they go to. Because I, I always think, like...
1: But they take themselves so freaking seriously. They're not curing diseases, people. I think it's a
0: difficult job,
1: uh, That's not difficult. It is a creative process. They take it too seriously. They do a good job, but, I mean, they think of themselves as important and it kind of, that kind of irritates me
0: but other than that that's just the way film people talk it seems like any, it any, any extras it's like everybody's kissing everybody's ass oh yeah nobody <laughs> it's, it'd be very refreshing for somebody not to be and that's the only person I've ever thought isn't like that is making fun of it on extras is Will Ferrell but he's just being a dick yeah, he's, like, it, yeah. It, like he and is Steve Carell does it too yeah just like like let's be the opposite of how you're supposed to be on these extras so let's just be, like, crazy. So, yeah, I don't think there is anybody who's um, not playing that Hollywood game. True.
1: Is
0: so, um, in conclusion, The Wolfman. It's not my favourite movie, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it after seeing the extras more. Like I said, that sometimes happens, and it's happened for you before. It yeah, and this one, the extras kind of got me into it more, because I was like, I can appreciate it well, would you this. watch
1: it again? You might watch it with all the BD live. I mean, with all the
0: you yeah, control. I might watch it again. Yeah. I, um. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's a bad movie because I actually enjoyed it. I just felt that it chugged a little bit at the beginning, but that's just my. Uh, and you know, so, uh, some people also might agree. So. Um, yeah, and
1: you know what we normally think of those people.
0: Well, I can't help what I felt, <laughs> and that was just what I felt on this particular. You right. know, movie so um, yeah uh, and you liked it
1: yes I loved it I loved it. in fact I thoroughly enjoyed myself
0: so uh, thanks to Universal for the disc we'll have a written review of this movie later on in the week next week's movie will be Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland on Blu-ray another um, big blockbuster movie for the year um, I'm looking forward to that one because I think the last Tim Burton we saw was now Sweeney. that is
1: a distinctive director right there
0: Sweeney Todd the last one we saw wasn't it
1: was it Sweeney Todd or Coraline
0: Well, that wasn't him. Oh, true. He was just involved there somewhere. True, true. So, uh, contests. um, If you're a Halo fan, the uh, video game series that people seem to like... A few people. I have a new contest this week to win the first five seasons of Red vs. Blue on DVD, which is the Halo machinima, as they call it, where where the team took the game and used the game to make a movie. Like a a series. series. So it's like it's like a comedy series if you're a Halo fan you know what it is but you can win all five seasons nice. so uh, that's co- that's um, on the site now uh, you can uh, Alice in Wonderland next week movie recommendations for this week I wanted to recommend some of my favourite Werewolf ones and I'd already recommended Werewolf in London because and that is my favourite because we reviewed the Blu-ray and obviously I said I loved it so I didn't want to recommend that one an American Werewolf in Paris, I only kind of liked. They're, do you know they're remaking both of them? Really? In one movie. Like a. Stitched together as one big movie. Paris mm. and London. Next year, he'll be out. Rick Baker's doing the things, as far as I know. <laughs> I don't think they need remaking, but they. No,
1: go. it's like 20 years old. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, and it'll probably be like. I don't know. I feel that it'll be really dumb. But hey. So, uh my ones I wanted to recommend first one is Dog Soldiers which I don't even think you've seen it's a British movie Hmm. Um, it's by the guy who directed Doomsday which is awesome Doomsday and it's a werewolf movie and it's set on the moors in England like American Werewolf in London but it's a troop of soldiers and it's really really gruesome Uh, and the second one is The Howling because you know if I've recommended American Werewolf in London what's the other Big.
1: What about Wolf?
0: I don't like it. <laughs> I, I th- always thought it was just alright, like Wolf. Yeah. You now know? if you want
1: to talk about a movie that I actually felt was kind of like, uh... Uh... I don't know. It it drugged the whole time for me. But I wasn't into it at the time when I watched it, so maybe that was my problem.
0: I think it is felt... There, there's not a lot of wolfing in it. <laughs> if you know what I mean. There's more of the non...
1: Yeah, yeah. The beast within...
0: Yeah, I was just always remember the part where he's in the toilet and he just pisses on the other guy.
1: I remember that part. And my recommendations are.
0: You sound, you sound really really enthralled.
1: I am not not well. I'm getting that weird sick feeling in my stomach again, so I'm trying to must hold be, it off.
0: You must be allergic to doing a podcast.
1: I must be. No, I'm not. Um, I haven't had any food except toast, so maybe that's my problem. I wanted to go with another creature feature, kind of. Monster and I'm saying monsters, and I'm gonna say the original Frankenstein, which is from uh 31, I believe, 1931. Really good, really not scary or anything, but I mean, when you watch it In for the what vibe it was, of the Wolfman, yeah, the way, very, the way they yeah, are. yeah, I really like that one. And Nosferatu, which is from 1929, Nosferatu
0: is like really creepy, it's creepy for weird. an old film, it is it's actually still cause, because of the silentness of it, yeah, and just the weird imagery.
1: It's, it, I and actually it's, find it creepier and it's creepy some other, looking and you know it's it,
0: it is like creepy uh, alright so games and a scully stuff so this week it's like tons of games and I wanted to start with this first game which was uh, and you can import a bit on this one well you can import a bit on a couple of these but Alan Wake now that would be the first one because that was the first one I played out of this big bunch so right. played Alan Wake it's on the Xbox 360 it's an exclusive it's a what would you call it like a survival horror game is it even a horror game? Like a mystery or a... Thriller? Yeah, I'd say thriller more. So it's like... It's kind of trying to be intellectual, I would say. Like, a, like the story's a little bit... Snooty? Uh, I would say more involved than other stories. Video game... Video game stories, and I play a lot of video games, are generally like super simple. This one's like... You either have to be like a reader of novels... Or understand, like, plots to films a bit more to get it, kind of. Yeah. It's almost like a David Lynch... Well, it's not quite as cool as David Lynch, but... <laughs> it's like a Stephen King novel. Okay, so, because the first line of the, of the movie is... He mentions Stephen King. So he's a novelist... What happens at the beginning? He goes to a I've small... i talked about this. No, because only, it only came out this week.
1: Right. Maybe so we novel... just talked about it. Yeah, we will. <laughs> so he's a
0: novelist, he goes to... A he wants small to get away town. from
1: writing. He's sick of it. Can't he be can't inspired. He can't write. He's got a
0: writer's block. Right.
1: Girlfriend takes him to, to a right
0: falls. This place and, and then
1: surprises him with the fact that she thought maybe he could come here to write, and that pisses him and off. And then
0: she goes missing. Right. And then the whole game is you trying to get to the bottom of this mystery, which it's not spoiling anything because the tutorial level is basically kind of telling you this stuff, but like a book that he has been writing seems to be coming true in his real life. A book that he wrote. Right. Called Departure. Um, The events of that book seem to be happening in, in the... My problem was,
1: I didn't like her, so I couldn't have cared any less. Well, she was just a
0: standard, like...
1: Oh, she was whiny, and kind of... She lied to him about getting him out there and mm -hmm. stuff, so I don't
0: know. And she was afraid of the dark, you know. But it's not really... Well, it is kind of all... She's Alice. It's it's kind of about her, but it's kind of not about her. But the game part of it breaks down to... I I think the game part of it is where the cleverness kind of ends, because... The game's pretty much a one-trick pony. Like, it gives you a flashlight and it gives you a gun. Mm. And then nothing changes from start to finish. You, you shine the light, you shoot the gun. Now, let me explain. The villagers, or the bright fallians, <laughs> they're encompassed in this darkness, like this supernatural darkness that you don't really know what it is, but they figure, he's figured out that if you shine a light at them, this is the play mechanic it melts the darkness away and then you can shoot them because they're kind of like zombies. But not. So, but the the whole game revolves around shining your light and shooting people and it's not like Resident Evil or whatever where there's like a big expanse to like explore. It's like really linear. Like... Seemed like it. It is. It's like you're running down like... I mean, it, it gives the appearance that you can branch off and go and look for stuff but you really can't. It's like, here's a lighthouse and then get to the there lighthouse. you go you end up at the lighthouse anyway there is no other route so yeah. you don't get lost or anything so that kind of miffed me a bit because I felt like it was going to be a big open world type of explore kind of deal um I liked the story I liked how the game was separated into little episodes it's almost like a TV show there's six episodes when you get to the end of an episode it says end of episode one it plays some music and then the next one comes on and it says previously on Alan Wake yeah, yeah. so it's just like watching a TV show now I thought to myself when I, when I was playing it it would be cool just to play one episode every week and play it like a TV show <laughs> but I didn't do that I dug no. it and played it all yeah. the way through but it would be cool that just to
1: yeah,
0: when it says end then come back a week later and play you know as though it was a TV show but um, and it always leaves it on a cliffhanger which is fun now, what I said to you, what was wrong with the episodes, though, is some of them were, like, two to three hours long, these episodes, which seemed a bit long for me.
1: Because you had to keep trying something over and over? or did You I didn't have to
0: try anything set. over and over. It was, like, fairly easy to play the whole game. But some parts... I mean, you didn't have to, like, die and then try again, die and then try again. But it was just like... Stringing like I said, you're just going down a path with a light and a shot... Shotgun, or, you know, you get some different guns throughout the way. You get a flare gun and stuff. And because these guys are allergic to light, shooting a flare gun's obviously fun. It's like a rocket launcher because everything lights up. Um, now, I enjoyed the story, and I sat there at the end of the game. You you saw the end of the game, kind of. I, I sat there, and it's awesome. The credits roll, and ground control to Major Tom plays by uh, David Bowie, which is awesome. You love. So I was sat there, and I was like... I had to sit there for about five minutes to absorb what happened. Um, so. Which you're not going to say. No, I'm not going to say, but I'm, I'm going to say that the ending, to me, was pretty awesome. Just how it ended. Um, some people will disagree, I mm-hmm. think. But I just really liked how it ended. Now, I don't think it actually ended because there's some DLC down the line, um, which will be extra episodes. So maybe they'll carry on from the end there, um, but overall, it's a fairly good game. I don't. I, people are saying game of the year, but to me, it's actually nowhere near because right. it's something that's just like a straight eight hours of the same thing over and over, pretty much. But added a decent story that doesn't really eight game of the year has to be like everything awesome straight start to finish so that's Alan Wake it's only on the 360 so if you've got a PS3 tough luck <laughs> um, the second game I have been playing is Red Dead Redemption which is probably really? I'm shocked you know I'm banding around game of the year statements mm. this one could be def- well very high up there
1: and what month is this? oh right it's May
0: yeah well I mean yes there are more games to come <laughs> but I am a big rockstar fan and this. You are. This is literally this year's Grand Theft Auto, if you're into Grand Theft Auto. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I knew I was going to get something good, because it's Rockstar. But I didn't think it would be as good as it is. And you've seen... Mm -hmm. I've played 25 hours so far. Wow. And I am 18% complete with the missions. Because I've been like, oh, screw the missions. You're very thorough. I'm going doing everything else. So... And I do this in GTA because I don't want it to end. So whenever I do take on a mission, I'm like, oh, this is just one step closer to the end. I (laughs) don't know if I want to do this mission now. That's so cute. I've done several missions. I've done enough to get to know the main characters so far. But I've been doing the side stuff, which is awesome. Like, There's a whole... I mean, it's a... I didn't even mention it. It's set in the Wild (laughs) West, 1911. Kind of the end of the Wild West. You're this guy, John Marsden, who... He's escorted off the tr- off this train at the beginning. Um, used to be in this big, like posse gang. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. a, like a. Well, he was, he was a bad guy who's kind of trying to reform himself. Right. Yes. This is the vibe you get. Um, so, the opening of the game is him stepping off this train. He goes to try and meet up with his old gang member to kind of tell them his brother. Yeah, well, he's not his brother he's his Ron. brother brother right. in arms kind right. of deal so he goes to meet him to, to kind of say look we're done with this shit let's disband this and we'll all go on our merry way kind of thing and this brother's got other other ideas and John happens to get shot by him and then the whole game is you as John trying to get revenge on this guy or take this guy out because he's a dangerous son of a bitch i mean he's the kind of guy
1: who, <laughs> that's a very funny thing to hear you say
0: well he's the kind of guy who will shoot you on sight he's got some kind of illusions of grandeur which he wants to i don't know be in control of a situation that could be dangerous so you're on this i would say it's a revenge mission but it's not
1: there's also some relationship thing and you're learning stuff and you're becoming part of the community, kind of, sort of.
0: Yeah, and you can be good or bad, and I'm choosing to be good. Everything everything along the way, I'm doing the good way.
1: Will you play it all again and be bad?
0: Well, at the moment, I'm so good, I'm actually famous, right? Nice. So when I roll into town, it's like... Now, this is how awesome this game is. When I roll into town, everybody's on, my, on me. You know, they, they, I'm a famous cowboy. I've been in shootouts. Everybody knows my face. There's an awesome game mechanic where you can go to a store and you can buy a uh, bandana. You can wear it around your face, you know, like the uh, old cowboys when they're sticking up banks. Mm -hmm. And then people don't recognise you, so you can do stuff that you wouldn't ordinarily do as your good self. So, like, if I want to go and hold up a bank... Don't you seem
1: suspicious
0: when you're walking around just well, town with no, because your- tons of people do. Like, ah. bandits all over the place in the Wild West, so... And dust, I suppose, if yeah, you so want a legitimate reason. So, if I've got my good meter all the way up, I'm really good. If I do want to go and rob a bank, I can wear the bandana. As long as I don't get... Right. You know, eye, I while I'm doing it. So, there's some kind of fun mechanics like that that you have to mess with. And there's a place called Thieves Landing, which is a, um... It's like a, it's a town, but it's all bad guys. If I go there without my bandana on, I'm screwed. Everybody's like, "Oh, look, it's that famous guy?" who's right. like, "So good, good." Like, and they all chase after you and run after you. You know, you've got a horse. Your horse, be, you gr- develop a relationship with your horse, not not in, yeah, that, yeah, ki- yeah. Not in that kind of <laughs> way. Like Even though it's rock star. Yeah, yeah. There's actually not been any. There are hookers. But there's no interaction Because you As John Are a married man And he makes it very clear I'm a married man And whenever Prostitutes Offer themselves He says Listen I'm a married man I'm not that kind of man anymore So It's obvious This John is trying to Reform himself into something He used to be a bad guy So And it's really The graphics are amazing I think There's a bit of weird Facial stuff Happening a lot of times I think Yeah but think of The scope of this thing It's like yeah. You li- You can It's United States at the time. And Mexico. Part of it. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. And you can ride from one... I can ride from the top of America down into Mexico all the way through, all the way back. Never a load in time. I mean, it's literally like you load it at the beginning and then nothing. Like, you go anywhere you want. You can hunt bears. You can... It's really, It's really, really good. I mean, 25 hours in and still not even...
1: You just love them.
0: They're the be- I mean, Rockstar are the best at making um, open-world games. There's no doubt. I mean, I've played all the open-world games out there. They just have... Well, this-, this game also cost $100 million to make. It's another... Grand Theft Auto cost $100 million, so did this. They spend the most money, the most...
1: And you can see it.
0: You oh, I mean, yeah. It. I mean, the detail, like, in everything. Like, people come up to you and say stuff. 25 hours in people run up to me and say things that I've never heard before. Hmm. Which is like, in any other game, you just hear the same yeah. shit. Like five, You hear five things and that's what you hear all the time. I've had people run up to me and say something, and I'm like, I've just never heard that. Or something happens, random shit happens in the game. Like in Grand Theft Auto, when I have said to you, there's just cool shit that happens. I'm in a town, I'm just stood there, because you feel like the whole atmosphere is really like you're there. I'm stood there. A guy comes wandering out of a saloon drunk... Falls on his face... Two guys come out... Pick him up... Take him... Wherever... Take him into his house... Come out of the house... The two guys... And they both... Walk past me... And they're talking about... What a loser that guy is for being drunk... You know... It's just like little... And that's nothing to do with the story... That's like just something... Like as
1: if that world is happening... All
0: just the stuff time... stuff happening... Yeah, like yeah. all the time... So... Uh, that's Red Dead Redemption... I'll probably talk more about it next week... When I've got into the mission some more... But... As it stands... It's an absolute must-buy. I've not even mentioned the multiplayer, which I did play with my friend Ray this week. The multiplayer is the whole world, open to you and 16 of your friends. You make up a posse. You get on your horses. You do the stuff. Like, you don't do the story, but you do the... There's, there's places set up where you can go and shoot people. There's, like,
1: other people playing? or Yeah,
0: you can do that too. There's, there's like, signposts in the land that say... This is a team deathmatch signpost. If you all run up to it, it connects you Mm -hmm. with a bunch of other people and you all play a team deathmatch. Then when that team deathmatch is done, it pushes you back out into the big world and then you do what you want. So, like, there's those. There's also, like... But are uh, you all
1: the same dude?
0: No, like, you can... There's, like, tons of people to pick. I'm a woman. Like, you can... You know, like... And you unlock stuff as you go along on the multiplayer. So... At level one, like, I'm this woman, just a, not, like, just a random Old West woman. But I can't have a horse because I'm not high enough level, so I get a donkey. <laughs> so she's riding, and it's really slow, and like anybody else who's higher level, they're, like, zooming off ahead, and you're, like, <laughs> just in your donkey. So you level up, and there's 50 levels, and it's a whole game in itself. You can just take all your posse and go hunting bears if you want and sell the skins in town and the money you can use in your game, you know? Right. So it's right. just a cool addition to, you know... A, a co- I mean, in the past, Rockstar Games didn't have multiplayer. It was just, like... It was enough that you got a 100-hour game in itself, but this is, like, added on to that, so I think it's amazing. Uh, you would. And there it is. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. So, uh, just quickly, the other game I've been playing this week is a Split Second. That is just a... It's, I was really excited about it. It's a racing game by Disney, and it's the one where, I've told you, where right, it's a reality show set in the future. Uh, yeah. Not in the future, but like kind of now. And they've rigged up these racetracks for spectacular explosions and you race. And when you get enough of your meter built up, which the meter gets built up by driving past cars or drifting or whatever, you can trigger these things called power plays, <clears throat> which is... Like if you're racing around the nuclear power plant level, and I press the power play, the reactor will melt down and all the other cars will get split nice. off. Oh, there's one in an airport, and when you when you activate the power play, a plane crash lands right in the middle of the thing. So sounds if anybody, a- yeah, it is really epic. Now, you know when I talk about like a game being one trick pony? Well, it sounds really fun and it looks really fun, but that's all it is. Like it's the like,
1: same things over and over. It's
0: a racing game. You do well, you come first, or, you know, you, you do well, and then you press the button, and then some stuff blows up, and the other people get killed, and you win. <laughs> now, if you do badly, they blow stuff up, and you die. You know, that's all there is to it. Yes. I mean, it looks amazing, and you'd love to watch it, because it's like watching the biggest action movie ever, you know, but... The idea...
1: After you've done it a few times, it's kind of... After you've done it
0: five times, it is pretty, it gets pretty old pretty quick, so... That split second, and it was over in a split second. Um, And two Wii games I've been playing this week. Number one is Bit Trip Runner, which you saw. Yep. What did you think?
1: That's the one-button guy, right? Yes. Right, where it's a little digital, like a pixel guy and just running.
0: Yes, the fourth in the uh, Bit Trip series, which... um, Basically you're a guy He runs automatically You don't run
1: This is like 8 bit looking kind of yeah. thing Yeah
0: And you press jump Occasionally To jump over things It's, it's not like... just
1: one button In fact you Tell me that's a lie Because you have to
0: end up At eating... the third level It ended up being Three buttons I had um, Jump Kick And slide And they're probably Another It might be four It looked but... hard it's very hard, but that's the nature of BitTrip games. They're, the sound um, is good. The music's fun. It's just fun. Looks like an old Mario game. Like it's literally pixel, big pixels. Yeah. Everything. Um, it's available on WiiWare, and it's like one of those eight. 800- and a pixel
1: to everyone who doesn't know is a square. Yeah, a little, tiny square.
0: And it's an eight hundred point game, so it's like eight bucks. Oh, that was six. I think that. I think. Eight, I think they. They're exactly so. It's probably eight dollars. Hmm. Um, and. If you're obsessed with those kind of games, you'll like it. Are you good, by the way? Yeah, I'm alright. Because you look like you're going to fall over.
1: Yeah, well, I'm hanging in there.
0: Alright, so the uh, <laughs> final Wii game I've been playing... I like your
1: voice, so it's comforting.
0: The final Wii game I've been playing is Trauma Team. Ooh, not cool. Saving lives. Yeah, which is um, a surgery game, which is <laughs> it's kind of odd. Um, yeah, you,
1: for someone like you who hates
0: Yeah, well, operations. it's not bloody or anything, but... Um, you saw us playing it. It's like a co-op this time, surgery game. Kind of like Operation, that like you used to play, like, but more high-tech. Yeah, yeah. Using your Wiimotes to...
1: Lots of laser cutting and...
0: Yeah, screw bones into people's, like, <laughs> screw hip joints in and all this kind of stuff. Really? Um,
1: that fancy?
0: Yeah, there was, what's the, what's a doctor called that does hips and all that sort of stuff? What's his... Well, I don't know. Whatever there you you actually play a doctor who does that stuff like back injuries and mm. you actually cut the spinal cord open at one point and Wee. like do something yeah it's pretty gnarly stuff so it's trauma team how many of you lost? oh lots <laughs> and you play it co-op I was playing with my nephew it's kind of uh, fun it's like um, one person does the uh, antibiotic gel and one person cuts the thing and one person uses the swab and you can call each other doctor when you're doing it. Doctor, it's, antibiotic... You, you know, sound it's,
1: very serious when you're doing it. It's really...
0: Sure. And it's really intense, like, because...
1: Yep. We're losing him. We're, he's he's yeah. losing him. He's got... I'm going to lose you got to really be
0: on every single thing. And it's like... It's, it uses the Wii pointers really well, and you have to turn the mote sometimes to get something in a... Get a joint in a hole. Or, you know, it's it's pretty fun. Um, so that's Trauma Team. It also has this story running through it. It's kind of like an anime. Yeah. But the story... At first, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to sit through all this stuff. But it actually... It's like six different doctors and all the stories cross over each other. Kind of That's like Magnolia. That's thought about
1: um, <laughs> the uh, Crooked Village.
0: Professor Lacey.
1: Yeah, I didn't want a story, but by the time when I get you get into, into the story,
0: it, yeah. like this one, it all gels together. Gels together, medicine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it all gels together and... It's got something... Even though it's it's very Japanese translated into English, but it's talking about, you know, life lessons, I guess, for people. So, you know, like a doctor who's tormented by... One doctor
1: who's a a prisoner.
0: Yeah, one doctor who saves a woman from... A woman tries to commit suicide, fails. He takes her into surgery, saves her, and goes to her bedside and she's pissed at him because she didn't yeah. want to survive so you know it's interesting there's
1: one uh, politician who doesn't want to do any he's real belligerent he won't let you do tests on him and stuff and oh, yeah, just like... wants to get back to his job And
0: yeah so there's all this interesting like layers of story built in there so yeah that's our trauma team it's on the Wii this week coming up um, there's Super Mario Galaxy 2 which is epic you're gamed out man and that is out today so you can go and get it now uh, I'll be playing it tomorrow uh, and Blur is out on Tuesday which is Project Gotham Racing guys going
1: to squeeze all this in what do you mean? you got Red Dead Redemption you want to play that you oh I can play,
0: play all these <laughs> so uh, Blur is on Tuesday which is the next racing game from the Project Gotham Racing guys which, which you love Is I played the beta of uh, Blur for like two months um, it's essentially I've talked about it Mario Kart meets Project Gotham Racing. And it's really awesome. So <laughs> uh, so yeah, Super Mario Galaxy 2 today and Blur on Tuesday. Uh, and that's my stuff. And that's a lot of stuff for this week. That is. I'll cover Red Dead Redemption in more detail when I've played more story missions next week. Because I believe, so far, all the games I've played this year, that is the best.
1: I Well, you've also been looking forward to it the most because yeah. you love them.
0: I, I, I thought I might have been let down because I was hyped for it. Because sometimes that happens, right? But everything has been exactly... Well, better than what I expected, so...
1: Nice. And I have a lot on my list. But I think I'm going to cut it kind of short. I'm going to say what's for dinner. I'm going to make some homemade onion rings. Homemade baked beans. we I have some veggie dogs. Which we have not tried yet. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And they... We might just be having bread and ketchup. <laughs> and uh, some coleslaw. Um... I went to a graduation of a cousin uh, over the last weekend. A young cousin, obviously. The son of my first cousin. And it's a nice... You know, I'm not the most optimistic person. I see the world as a pretty... Like a shithole, kind of. And it's not the world, it's people. And I think sometimes when you're young, you just... uh, I just want to tell young people, there's a lot of shit that you think you're going to have to deal with. Just, Just skip over all that and just be happy. You know what I mean? Like you just want to get... To skip over all the drama and the heartbreak and all that stuff you go through when you're young. And just skip to your 40s if you can in your mind. Right. And be happy if you can. But then you go to graduation, you see all this... It's just like hope. And so I'm like... that's like a thing in myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, you're going to have a lot of hard times. And on the other hand, it's like, wow, your whole life is ahead of you. So I like that feeling. And it was fun to see. Uh, I only knew him and... Um, my other cousin's daughter was kind of like an usher. She ushered, you know, she's younger, so she kind of stood at the end of the aisle to guide the graduates, and we got to see some friends and family, and it was just nice. It was a very pleasant little day trip. I took my niece, who's 24, which is another thing I'll mention. She is the one who graduated, computer programmer, who quit her job a couple of months ago or a few weeks ago, and then just found another job. Tomorrow so she if you was
0: probably starting. Yep, right?
1: she starts tomorrow. She's very... She's excited, nervous, you know. And I think back when I was that age, and I went through a lot of jobs. Because I did not have a college degree. And I did a lot of stuff, so...
0: She said to me she wasn't nervous. Because she's got used to that now.
1: The nerves? (laughs) Yeah. She just... (laughs) Kind of hoping... Yeah. Well, it's unknown territory, isn't it? When you go to a whole new job. And my advice to her, and I'll pass on to everyone is... When you go to a new job... The first thing is... Do not talk about your old job
0: oh it's nothing worse nobody than nobody
1: cares
0: no it's nothing worse and don't and say things like this is how oh, we, my job, we did it this way yeah. it's much easier yeah nobody, nobody cares yeah. and that
1: leads to the second thing don't tell them how to do anything yeah they existed before you got there unless they ask for you or that's your job is to like change everything don't offer your advice to someone who's been there five years because it's going to mark you as the know-it-all
0: Annoying.
1: Yes, it's very annoying. So give it some time. If you have ideas, you know, after a little while, I told her. Then you, you know, if you see that someone else thinks this is a problem, then you kind of say, oh, well, I, I kind of noticed and I have an idea or whatever, but don't push it because you just, you come off like totally, totally bad. Um, I bought some new headphones last night, which work pretty well, but I don't think in my job... It's so loud. Big massive printers and machines that are like. Tum, 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 tum,
0: tum, you tum, can't tum. cancel that it. It
1: reverberates through the floor because it's all cement walls, all cement floor. You feel it in your bones. So it kind of rattles up the
0: Those kind of noise cancelling headphones, let's explain. Those kind of headphones are excellent for on an aeroplane.
1: Yeah, and it's good for like. Like I was in my car and turned it on just to try it out, and it's really good. They it it some really people, does. They make some of,
0: people feel sick.
1: No, it didn't bother me. It just kind of closes you in to where you're listening. You like a, can hear things better. like your better. head's being
0: vacuumed out or something. Some people feel. I like, find like it that feel...
1: severe, but, you it know. It
0: plays pretty. like a tone into your head that you can't actually
1: mm.
0: hear. That's what the battery's that's for. that's what's making me sick. <laughs> <clears throat> that's what the battery's for. It kind of plays ah. this white noise into your head that you're not actually aware of, but it takes your ear off anything going on outside. That's weird it is strange how it works if you look at it on Wikipedia they're nice
1: they're really super soft they're Sony something or other they're really soft and the big kind they don't go in your ear and I like that so I was impressed I prefer
0: cans that go over your head than any. I always have
1: much more comfortable that's yeah. for sure and um, I think that's it for me
0: you can the other things that you didn't mention there just leave them on and mention them next well, when you don't feel sick I will alright so uh, thank you for listening to the podcast I want to remind you about the websites uh, aschoolie.com SidTalk.com, you can catch us both on Twitter, A.Schoolie and SidTalk respectively, mm-hmm. Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube, anywhere on the web basically. Uh, but okay. if you want to find us, go to A.Schoolie.com, you'll find this podcast, you can click on the word podcast, you can subscribe, you can listen on iTunes Music Store, Zoom Marketplace, RSS feed, listen to it on the page, email feedback to me at A.Schoolie, ascully, don't email SidTalk because yeah. you feel sick. <laughs> And stay classy. And if you watch Lost tonight, I hope the finale was everything you uh, ever dreamed of it.
1: Oh, that's a big lie. Because I know what you're no, right. I, I, actually, I really hope. I
0: said to you earlier, <laughs> I hope Lost ends with some, like, it was just a dream or they're all inside a snow globe. <laughs>
1: Something like that, you know? So, so everybody's was all like, pissed oh, off. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm going to say, uh, think for yourself, everybody. Because if you don't, somebody will do it for you.